Hello, and welcome to the episode of Philosophy. I'm your host, Justin Land, and today I have with me Kiyoshi. He's a rapper and a transformational uh, rap coach. He teaches people how to freestyle and um, express themselves uh, and uh, musically and otherwise. Hello, Kiyoshi. Hello, how you doing, Justin? Doing good, doing good. I'm, I'm picking up the vibes and uh, your background, which is not, as you told me, is not where you're actually at the moment. <laughs> That's where I see myself being. <laughs> exactly. It's all in the mind, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how are you doing? Yeah, all is well, man. You know, it's like I said, getting my late morning going. It's approaching noon, um, but all is well. Feel, cool. Feeling pretty fresh, and uh, it's a nice, beautiful autumn day out here in Michigan. We have a lot of, uh, you know, change of colors and with the leaves, so it's really uh, nice with the brisk autumn breeze, so it's mm. pretty cool. Yeah, I get uh, here. It's also it was a perfect autumn day. Just yeah, uh, yeah. nice uh, leaf colors. Exactly. Yeah, there's been a, quite a bit of change. I come from Connecticut, New England, which is of course a bit more dramatic with the the foliage. Oh uh, yeah, right, right. Here it's also pretty yeah. cool. Cool. Man. Um, so you're actually in uh, Michigan, not too far from Detroit, right? Yeah, yeah, no, about a, like I said, suburbs of Detroit, about a 30, uh, 30 to 40 minutes outside Detroit. Okay, because yeah, ob obviously for rap, uh, Detroit's a big place. Uh, and uh, how was, I mean, do you come from that kind of influence of the Detroit rap scene? Is that, is that where, where you, you uh, Somewhat. I mean, I grew up in uh, different cities of Michigan. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I grew up with background in uh, slam poetry and underground hip hop and uh, just being immersed in the hip hop culture at a, at a young age and more so in high school and middle school. Um, but yeah, I started rapping when I was you know, 15, writing poetry when I was 14 and got more serious when I was 17, 18, and then got into more poetry slams, open mics and, you know, rapping as well. Started out doing more of a Christian rap in the church. Mm -hmm. um, but, but as far as in the, in the, more of the Detroit scene, more in college and post-college when I, I started to dive more into the uh, southeastern Michigan, Detroit hip-hop scenes and more in uh, Ann Arbor, um, mm -hmm. just kind of the local scenes here and then venturing to California in 2011. I, I watched uh, 8 Mile uh, mm -hmm. again uh, last week because, you know, I was uh, oh, yeah. inspired uh, yeah. and I was, you know, it's a, it's a pretty dark movie. And you know the the rap scene there seemed to be very aggressive. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, like, is that where you did you have you been involved in these like rap battles and stuff? Um, no, I have friends that were a part of rap battles, mm. and you know, um, early twenties, mid twenties, late twenties. I, I throughout my twenties, I would see you know go to different rap battles in Ann Arbor and some in Detroit and some in uh, like outside of in, in Toledo, Ohio, and. Um, just different random places and I'll watch even TV shows where they have rap battles and you know 8 Mile and Eminem really spurred a, a movement of more battle rappers at, after that and even in Detroit there were more guys that were just trying to sound like Eminem and uh, but I, it, it's a very fun art form I never really participated in the rap battle scene per se um, although at, at home and within the basement with my friends where we have ciphers we battle each other just having fun uh nothing too serious but uh, i have friends that were actually like really seriously great battle rappers that wasn't my forte but of course as a rapper it's good to 
have some of those skills. Yeah, I mean, I guess putting yourself out there to be, you know, the other guy's going to find out every little small thing about you and put it out on the show yeah, yeah. Like to keep your cool. <laughs> And then, to, and then you have to reverse it on them. So that means you have to right. look for something really wrong with that person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I was like, well, could they, I seen like, there's like positive rap battles. I mean, yeah, right, right. which maybe don't attract as much attention as, uh, as like those where, you know, it feels like a fight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think absolutely that, yeah, I think we'll, we'll just get right into like the rap thing where it, to be honest, I guess, you know, when you're, cause your, your forte is also a lot of freestyle, right? That's like, um, yeah. and I think that the subject matter that people need is like in the moment, you know, and like, I guess if the adrenaline's pumping and you already know roughly you have a subject matter and that's the person in front of you, <laughs> you know, okay. I think that can kind of, that vibe can definitely bring out some interesting creativity um, and show value. Whereas like, I guess if you're like in a room by yourself, freestyling, um, yeah. the energy is not there, right? Not, not quite the yeah, same. Yeah, not quite the same, but you can def definitely, uh, you know, hone your skills by yourself and, and, and imagine, use visualization techniques to see yourself in front of a crowd, but just have fun with yourself. And from there you develop more skills so that when you are put in those places, you're able to really like be, you know, rock it and have that energy of the crowd mm. to work off of and work with. Awesome. Yeah. I th I, yeah. I don't, I never performed in front of a crowd and it was, yeah. it was funny that, uh, well, not obviously musically or whatever, but, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I can see that, that I've seen the freestyles that online from like Sway's uh, show and right, right. fingers death and, yeah. And I'm I'm looking at these guys and I'm and like and they're switching up the beats and everything. I'm like, how do they do that without really being I mean, they have to be somehow prepared, obviously. I mean through a lot of practice, but some of that stuff just sounds like it's been, you know, it's set up so perfectly, you're like, Oh my god. I mean, is that you know, that's that's just training, right? Yeah, it's training. Some people have uh bars that they already wrote, um, pre written bars and that when they do these rap interviews you know, the interviewers tell them, okay, we're going to play this beat or we're going to have you spit some bars. So they come prepared and ready to unleash their verbal arsenal in front of a crowd. Um, but sometimes, you know, people can do that and then weave in, you know, spur of the moment, you know, stuff uh, that's thrown at them. You know, some people really have amazing skills like that, like King Lowe's, Harry Mack. There's a lot of supernatural. There's a lot of great artists that are masters with that craft. Mm. And, uh, I like to do that as well. Have the written and then the freestyling. It's just, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's good for the brain. <laughs> Definitely. And, and it's fun for the crowd, fun for the people. Like, what? He said that. How do you rhyme that with that? What? Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it's just it's, a lot of fun. It is fun. And uh, what's actually also fun is watching the reviews on YouTube of the reviews of the freestyle rapper or whatever on Sway's uh, show. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and they discuss – they take it apart. I don't know. There's a, probably a few, uh, what's, you know, the, you probably know a few of the guys that like are, are known for reviewing these raps stuff. Uh, laid, is it, uh, I forgot his name, laid back or laid. Um, you, do you know a few of the YouTube, YouTube shows where they, the, like, there's like, they review the, the rap 
Yeah, I've seen some. My brother yeah. was showing me some of those guys. He's more familiar with that, uh, like the guys who review and dissect the bars. I know there's yeah. one, one guy that's really known. I have to get his name because he's – yeah, it'd be great to watch that. Yeah. See I, how they I, break it down. Yeah, I was like – because then you're, you're getting a professional, like, mm-hmm. rapper, yeah. like, saying how difficult that is and yeah, yeah. You know, giving kudos to, to that. Uh, I actually right. was amazed by Lil Dicky's uh, freestyle – and I've watched it several times. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> See, yeah, I was like, what, what, what is going on there? Because that was so intricate, and it seemed like it matched perfectly with that, that beat, you know? And I was like, mm. you know, and, but you know, it was, there was no ums, buts, or, and I guess he changed his cadence and, and, mm-hmm. and stuff that, right. And, so you can tell that he's been doing that a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is sure, that yeah. different than like a rapper who is obviously prepares all the time and doesn't have freestyle skills? Like you can tell that. Um, yeah, I mean, you can definitely tell just, uh, yeah, the pe- people in general can really tell when a rapper is more skilled in, in versus a, a rapper who just started, you know. Generally speaking, uh, usually shows in their confidence and, you know, them being in their swagger, their execution with the, the punchlines and the way they flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a while to really, I mean, develop and craft your, your skills as a rapper, you know, uh, and sticking with the beat and then having metaphors. I mean, there's so many really cool things you can do with rap, which is what makes it an incredible art form. Uh, Definitely, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, many it, different styles. Yeah, that, that Netflix show, uh, Hip Hop Evolution. Yeah, it's amazing. That's also like the way he did. I mean, amazing, amazing visuals, great research. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, for sure. And like you know, really getting into mm-hmm. the different cities had oh, yeah. a different style, and like mm-hmm. oh, that was just like surprising how you know New Orleans yeah. coming up, and, right. and then and New York, and obviously you know the gangster rap and on the West Coast, and it's like right, right. yeah, there's there's like yeah. there's like unlimited possibilities. It's like. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so you I mean, is there a, I mean, what kind of rap do you tend to, I mean, you, you tend to rap obviously positive rap. I mean, what would you, do you come from one of these schools of rap or would you say you come from a certain style of rap? Yeah, so I grew up in Michigan um, and, I, you know, we were influenced by, of course, the Midwest uh, rap, but then I also listen to a lot of East Coasters and, and you know, some, some West Coast rap, but mainly East Coast rap I, I grew up listening to. So, I mean, um, yeah, it's just like it is kind of a melting pot of different cultural influences and other geographic influences. You know, listen to the roots a lot, most deaf to live quali, but then still love and twist the uh, the fast rappers, you know, in that mm-hmm. kind of Chicago style, Lupe Fiasco, uh, Run DMC, you know, throwback old school. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, is so. One of the biggest influences for me was Jay Dilla. So he's also from, you know, maybe like 40 minutes away from where I'm from. I never met him, but just that whole sound really made an imprint upon hip hop in general. And then also geographically in my region, you know, a lot of Dilla heads, they call them, you know, people who love Jay Dilla and that classic traditional boom bap, kind of 90s boom bap soulful sound that yeah, heavily impacted a lot of hip hop after 
more so uh, particularly after he died in 2006, I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, just that whole sound, signature sound, I, I was really influenced by that and Slum Village, his crew. Um, so yeah. Oh, cool. yeah, I really like a lot of boom bop, boom bap 90s hip hop. You know, I'm 38, so I grew up, you know, I'm born in 82, listening to hip hop in the late 80s and, you know, golden era of hip hop, seeing, seeing it go through its phases. Um, but to get to your question, it was, yeah, more so just a melting pot and, and a lot of Dilla. <laughs> wow. I, I'm going to sum up. I actually, I don't know, I don't know his rap. Um, I may have heard of him, but uh, I definitely want to check it out now that you point him yeah. in. Yeah. He's your, he's your favorite hip hop producer's favorite hip hop producer. He's like hmm. a man, a uh, legend. Like, wow. Cool. I, I, for me, I, it was definitely the West Coast rap. I come from Connecticut. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm actually uh, was born in 79, so a couple years older than you. But I'm, I'm a 90s kid. Yeah, yeah, right. So that's I first. You remember those like um, the in the back of comic books or whatever you got like you can sign up for a cassette club and get like you, a subscription of cassettes because we didn't have the internet or this type of stuff or right. so that's easy access. Familiar. Yeah, Cassette and so <laughs> yeah, but I, I was uh, just first time ordering from that and like I just clicked off some like Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre. Not really familiar so much with their music, just a little bit, and, and then. But I must have played those cassettes so many times. It was like that. Was, that sound was so amazing to me, and with yeah, totally different right. world to the world I was living in. But the beat and the feeling was yeah. so freeing, you know. And I was like, uh, that that connected me to, you know, brought me into, you know, a connoisseur of rap that I, I, think I would say, hip hop and rapper. Yeah. Part of my, you know, things that I. I mean, I feel like it expresses a part of me as well, a lifestyle that, I mean, I don't come from that lifestyle where you're on the streets necessarily, but it, that idea of free expression, you know, not, 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 not holding back, you know, and, and, and being okay with authentic expression in the sense that even, you know, voicing anger or voicing, you know, giving a voice to these you know emotions that people had, you know, and, and I felt like, you know, for some reason that spoke to me. And um, yeah, I think. Right, right. Not the East. Um, fun, funny enough, I'm, yeah, uh, not really big into the Jay Z. I mean, I, I was, you know, really just Tupac and <laughs> the West. Um, yeah, I got you. Tupac, yeah. Snoop. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. I yeah, I don't know. It's just the vibe. I, I don't know. No, it's great. It's great hip hop. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it too. And you, uh, so did you uh, uh, start rapping, obviously musically, performing, and then you be developed this uh, idea to teach it to people, correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah, I've been rapping this since I was uh, high school, you know, mm -hmm. uh, late 90s, um, you know, really diving into the poetry slam scene, hip hop scenes in Michigan, and then moving to California in 2011. Um, and then getting more into the kind of a conscious yoga spiritual communities um i started doing yoga in 2012 and then that opened my world up to um to many people in beautiful communities and then even like a lot of uh, communities that were kind of overlapping and connected worldwide and me performing at different festivals in different countries and events and, uh yeah so really growing my artistry and being a lot of uh, very very expressed souls beautiful people in California. Um, I've had the pleasure and honor of meeting and being with and learning from a lot of great teachers and 
uh, yeah, friends who just more so are just free in that expressive state of mind. It's like, hey, let's go do it. I'm this, no matter what it is. So I was just kind of kind of tapping more into that energy. And so I really elevated my game from there, from 2011 to, to on up to where I'm at right now. And then, uh, you know, when I first, kind of like, I guess the what, 2012, 2013 is when I met my singing music partner. Her name is Krista Richards. She's a vocal coach and she's been teaching vocal coaching for over 13 years. So as of maybe four or five years ago, she would tell me, Kiyoshi, you need to do some rap coaching. You know, we perform together. Your skill is, uh, you know, you're, you're there and you have a lot to offer. I've been doing this with my voice and helping people activate their voice and learn how to sing and blah, blah, blah. Like you can do this with rap. And I'm, you know, my initial thoughts were, that sounds cool, but do people really want to rap? So, you know, over time I saw more of the value in it and there were definitely some hurdles and, you know, some mental things of like really owning my value and worth and not seeing the true essence and value of what it could be, what it is. And then I was just like, okay, eventually I, I got in there and started coaching people and saw more and more of the value and how it's really impacting lives and transformational and helping people break through. And then really going back to me, you know, as a shy kid in high school and uh, seeing how rap and poetry allowed me to really find my voice more so, break out of my sh different shells and uh, really start to not care as much and then really trust myself. So it's a lot of trust. You want freestyling, you're trusting. So these are all actual metaphors for life so really uh putting that in the context of where i came from how it's impacted me has been a beautiful tool for me you know in life music music is right the most unifying uh powerful uh medicine for mankind it always has been i feel like and so uh yeah in the past couple of years I've been, I've been rap coaching more so and now i'm teaching a course and it's super beautiful and uh yeah, man, it's just a lot of fun. Really, um, my theme right now and, and, and as of recent times is more so being of, uh, of support for others and being of service. You know, we come into this lifetime, everybody has their unique skills, attributes, um, and abilities. And so for me, it's always been music. So really uh, training my mind to really see the bigger picture of being of service, supporting others. And in that, I grow, you know, so they say, you learn more when you're able to teach what you know, you know, and then you'll know more. And then you, it's a win-win for everybody. So they're learning, you're learning, you're growing, you're supporting. Um, and, it, and it's not so much of an ego thing or, 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 or a selfish act, you know, a selfless, you're giving and you're helping your others. Um, yeah, and then, you know, a lot of rappers, you know, you know, it's like, which is cool, the braggadocio, I got this, I got that. But then when you look at it like, wait, you know, maybe that song of me rapping about that could be maybe helping others and help giving other people joy. So when you see more of that, rather than, you know, I'm writing this because it feels good, which is great. But looking at the bigger picture of it being medicine, then that's when we're able to really like, uh, step more into our power. Yeah, that's really nicely said. I think that uh, there is a, a healing power in general to music, obviously. And there's something about rap that, you know, giving a voice to people to, you know, it literally it's a, it's a speaking form, speak singing. So it's like, you know, the spoken word, the power of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think, you know, a lot of people don't feel like they have a voice. So I'm guessing 
I don't know who the, normally the people are who come to you. They're probably not thinking about becoming a professional rapper. I'm guessing they're more just curious and about expansion and uh, yeah. freeing, freeing up that. Is that right? That most of your um, it's a mixture, um, but a lot of people want to get more creatively expressed, want to um, you know stop procrastinating and, and finally create a piece or finally get it out to the world. Uh, move through those fears, you know, find courage that's been on their mind for so long and they haven't had any really um, I don't know, opportunity or they haven't pushed themselves to, the, to that, to get to that point. They didn't really fully believe themselves. And a lot of us feel this way, right? Um, so it's a lot of uh, people, I mean, I, I've, you know, we all go through like self-doubts at some point, right? Um, so it's more so people who want to get to the next level in their creative expression and free themselves from those limited beliefs and doubts and move through that. Um, there's always going to be tension, but it's like, how can I not allow this, these things or myself because we, sometimes we're our own worst self-critic. How can I allow myself to not become my more self-critic and transform and press through all this, this gunk in my mind and, and, and create. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I, th I seem to, yeah, on Facebook, I used to post a couple of videos and I watch, you know, obviously your rapping is amazing. And then Thank you, man. Uh, you, you also expressed, how, you know, the idea of breathing, articulating, you know, and, and, and I found that there is definitely, yeah, I think, you know, there's, there's, there are many techniques that one, you know, I guess the guys that first started rapping, you know, when they were just doing it, you know, they, uh, you know, they were not thinking about, you know, in the mechanics of it necessarily. And now it's really broken down a lot more that people do understand, you know, pacing mm -hmm. and breathing and the idea of articulation. Uh, and uh, I don't know what you think about mumble rap is that <laughs> it's also a very interesting uh, art form. Yeah. 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 But I do, I do like the idea of like expressing yourself, you know, standing behind your words and just like letting it out and not in understanding that the energy behind the words is really the important part. Right. Cause you can have like a wonderful thought out, you know, uh, you know, several bars that really, are, you know, earth shattering, but you don't say it in a way that catches people. And it's like, uh, it just falls. And, yeah, yeah. and I think that there's, there's an artistry to that and a feeling that, um, and I like the fact that, it sounds like you're you're making it more accessible to people who maybe you know don't see themselves as having access to you know that you know that rap culture in, in many ways like it can yeah, be right. it's like it's 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 a universal thing isn't it it's it may have started in that but it's mm -hmm. obviously right, right. come in these days right especially mm -hmm. with youtube and yeah. um in, in the positive message, I think that you're talking about with the, the uplifting of consciousness, how, how does, how's one express these things, these ideas, because it seems to me like, um, like the message, for example, these, these, these rap songs that really moved people too. And they had very, maybe in a way that obviously the other songs can't do because it's, you know, they're, they're, they're like telling a story, you know, and really, um, and I feel like, yeah, if there's a, if there's a, maybe a, you know, a way of expression, spirituality in a very articulate way. Maybe the rap is a very, I think, a great form for that. You know, uh, mm -hmm. it's just, uh, is that what you would probably 
agree with that has something that may be a bit different than, you know, rock and roll or, you know, singing where, you know, um, yeah, it, it feels like it has that, mo that, that, as you said, the, the expression of the word, you know, and people do respect, they look into details, especially in these shows I've seen, like they really take it apart. And, and I, I actually studied philosophy and one of the things that the university will, you know, we, we spend like a whole freaking class on like one or two sentences sometimes, you know, <laughs> like interpreting that. And I see yeah. the same thing happening with, with, with these rap lyrics and, and the expression. And it's like, yeah. oh, there's really, there's really higher consciousness thought that can be expressed in, in, in such a way that's, you know, um, for me, I've, I've, I've talked to several, you know, you've, heard, you've heard channeling, right? The idea of, yeah. and we're always doing channeling. It's just um, the let go aspect and like letting your higher consciousness express itself and not getting in the way with, like you said, the mind games of, am I good enough? You know, this, what am I saying? That doesn't make sense. You know, just letting that go and getting in the flow. And I think most songs or whatever that come out, they're actually come out in this flow state and they're finished. You know what I mean? Like it, I think they, they like uh, the, the hook or whatever just comes out of nowhere. And then it's just like putting the pieces together for a lot of the songs, uh, you know, but it feels like it's just given. Uh, if you talk to a lot of artists, it's, you know, Michael Jackson, whoever, they're always saying, oh, it's, you know, it, God or whatever. It's, it's not something that's, um, you know, necessarily worked on in a way it's, it's really received. Uh, how would you feel about that? 150% agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're, we can always tap into collective consciousness, right? Whatever the ethers of um, what's, you know, out there, right? Um, sometimes, you know, I've written things where another artist has said, or other said, artist says something that I said years ago, or I might say something that somebody else said, and, or people are saying at the same time, right? These are things that are happening. I don't know how to explain it, but you can call it God mind or, you know, the Akashic records or we all have access to these higher um, channeled sources of information, right? They come from another level beyond us. And we tune into our heart and our mind and just like, like you said, let go. We can get more into flow state, hmm. being that open channel or vessel. And then, you know, combine that with our skills that we've trained and practiced with, right? So you have right brain, left brain, imagination, God, you have all these things going at once. So it's like, a lot happening when you're in flow state, but you're just trusting and just letting go. And these people, when they, you know, channelers more so specifically, people who speak in front of crowds and channel, I mean, it's really the same thing as when singers go up there and it's rappers go up there. We all have this ability, right? We, some people train themselves more how to let go and get that, um, that access, higher dimensional frequency of information and then tune into the heart and then allow our experiences to come through with that God source flow, and then it becomes this whole beautiful uh, dance of lyrical prose and expression. Mm. It's like, whoa, right? Uh, I, I go there sometimes, you know. Sometimes I say things I don't know what I'm, I'm going to say, then it becomes even more profound than what was actually pre rehearsed or written, mm. right? So I mess up sometimes, you know. I've done this before, and yeah, <laughs> I, I did this earlier this year where I just spitting this poem that I always read. I, 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 I usually do it in my performances, but somehow I forgot my words and then 
it was just my mind went blank. Then I just started talking about the process and what was going through and then connected that, my present state of what was happening, connecting that, like finding a transitional bridge to the message or theme of that poem that I was reciting. Then it became this whole like amazing display of like freestyling that I didn't know was gonna happen, but I just trusted. And these things take practice, but as far as like letting go is just what we have to, we have to, you know, everybody can, we all have that ability to get there. Mm. And we do this when we're talking, me and you doing this right now. We're just talking. We didn't know that we're going to be saying this at <laughs> 12.32 my time. We just trusted and know that, hey, you know, this interview is going to go well, hopefully, and we'll see. So it's perfect. You know, we're probably channeling things as yep. they come, right? Maybe you're channeling questions, so. Definitely. I'm not, I don't write the questions down because I don't, I don't want, I want to be in the moment. So when the questions I write right. down in the past, they're no longer relevant for this moment because mm -hmm. there's, you know, it's like, that wasn't a past version of me. Yeah. I have different questions. I have different ideas that just, because I've elevated in our discussion, obviously, which is always an mm -hmm. amazing thing. And I, um, it's interesting that for me that, you know, did you, for your spiritual awakening of sorts, did you, when you started rapping, I'm guessing that actually perhaps helped you tap in to the channeling state and you realized in yourself, perhaps this idea of a spiritual awakening, is that, is that potentially true? Yeah, for sure. Um, I grew up in the church um, and saw what, you know, pray a lot. And I still do, you know, I mean, just reading the Bible and, and, and praise and worship, right? I would get in these deep states where I was just like praising God um, and I will feel that. Also, my father's a music teacher, so I was very influenced in music as, a, as an early kid. But then again, I started writing raps and poetry in high school. So just me rapping and, and, and kind of, you know, singing in church and singing on my own and rapping and then starting to freestyle, and write these poems. I would be like, what the hell? Where is this, these words coming from? You know, some of the greatest artists, like you mentioned, songwriters, they're like, this isn't coming from me. I guess it is, but where is it? It's got to be God, you know? Yeah. Um, you just opening up to, yeah, higher knowledge and information and, excuse me, uh, music that comes from the soul. And so, yeah, I started to get more in tune with that and just, you know, my understanding of how energy flows and how we're all one, you know, getting more into the spiritual metaphysics at an early age, then kind of connecting all the different worlds that I've been immersed in, you know, the music worlds, you know, you know, my education in college, uh, studying yoga, Reiki, and just Eastern science, and then rapping music, and seeing how it's all like related, and healing, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, makes sense. And then just knowing from my experience, like, this is, this is medicine. It is, definitely. Yeah. I'm beginning to get into that. I mean, uh, like I was been a fan of rap for quite some time, but literally, you know, like two weeks ago, I did, I tried my first freestyle and at least I completed the track. doesn't mean it was good or anything, but that was the first time I ever did such a thing. And, but what I noticed is I've, I, since then I haven't gotten into that, like that flow, you know, like where it's like, I, I, there's some tracks that sound good, but it's like, um, there's something about like, you're talking about energy and, and like, it feels like it's like all about timing, you know, it's like, you can't force it either, can you? I mean, unless you're, you know, like if, if you're, you know, a lot of these guys, they put, they're pushed, you know, and I guess they get, you get used to that where you're always, you always grab at something, I guess, or some, but, you know, 
some ways it feels like, you know, you just can't get, you know, that first bar or two. I mean, or it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound good. You know, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. I mean, do you have that too, where you have to really feel it first and then you go into it or how, how do you, how would you describe, um, you know, your expression uh, through rap? Okay. Are you asking more so in specific, like uh, in general, my expression in rap and like feeling the flow and getting like the, the gears yeah. Like right. And the technical aspect of that, like, because right. it feels like, I mean, it's obviously training and like, you know, and, and you, it comes a routine, I'm guessing, but in the beginning, it's quite difficult just to, because you're like, the, I, you just, I, if I shoot myself, I said, this is crap, you know? <laughs> yeah, it can be. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when I first started riding, I mean, I thought I was okay, you know, and then later on. Yeah, there was a bit of a technical difficulty. And now this is the second half of the conversation. I forget what the question was. Uh, do you know where you where you were talking about, Kiyoshi? Uh, um, oh yeah, I was just talking about getting the ball rolling as far as creative expression. So I was saying, uh, one tip is to actually talk about the process of what's going on in the mind, any blocks that come up. So uh, I know I hear a lot. Oh, I can't think of nothing. Nothing's coming up. Oh man, I don't know what to say. Um, I feel really nervous. I'm put on the spot. Blah 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 blah. So you just you even saying that is allowing energy to come out like mm -hmm. those blocks to be presented to our, ourselves and sometimes those voices want to be heard you know like we need to get that flowing or out there right mm -hmm. i feel a little bit nervous even saying that i feel a little nervous it can be liberating so you don't always have to mm -hmm. sugarcoat or bypass actual truths or whatever we're feeling whether it's sad depressed angry so this is where it becomes therapeutic in and healing because we're like letting that energy to flow, letting those voices be heard. Okay, you know, I'm sometimes wonder what people are gonna think about me. Oh man, are they gonna like me? Blah blah blah. And then a lot of times, what you find is people are like, you know, if you're saying to a crowd, people are like, yeah, that's all good. Like, yeah, I appreciate that. We appreciate what people are saying that because we're all feeling the same thing. But in our minds, we're thinking, fuck, uh, I can't say anything because. But they they have to like me. We we're social beings. We want to be liked. Um, you know, feel uh, a part of something, right? Socially, uh, social creatures, you know? So anyway, that's normal and that's all fine. And, you know, I, I, I still, I still have those thoughts and limited beliefs, but sometimes I do that because of years of experience that when I say those things, if something doesn't come up, I'll find a way to maybe rhyme that last word with something else and then, and then incorporate that with something else. And then, you know, find a word that rhymes with that. Like, damn, man, I feel like I'm, I'm stuck in a hole. Sometimes I don't even know where I'm going to go. But, you know, this is, help, this is very helpful so for me to continue and go down this road that I paved. And sometimes I'm like Private Ryan because I know that I'm going to get saved like Jesus. And I'm, it's like a college paper I'm writing with the thesis. But you can't leave me like Reese's Pieces. But I'm just a piece of you because we're all in the same puzzle. Damn, I'm like... I'm, a, I'm filling in a muzzle, but a shuffle, but I'm just mumbling my words like rappers that mumble, but I struggle like you, like I just did a second ago. Now I'm ready to flow and now I don't know where I'm headed for, yo. Damn, but you know what? This is my truth and I'm just gonna spit it and I'm just gonna get loose like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Can you feel that juice? What is juice? I don't know. Um, fuck, I'm just talking and rambling. Uh, do you know what rhymes with rambling? Fuck, sometimes I don't even need a rhyme, but my mind thinks I need do need to every time, but I don't know what the fuck. 
Da, da, da. Awesome, <laughs> man. I'm just having fun. So I'm just having fun awesome. right there, you know, just like talking about the process. And, that was great. Uh, I just like so just, uh, on the tip like that. And like, I never had a conversation where just like in the middle of it, just like, wow. I like that what you just said, because it feels like one, a really good thing that comics do as well. You know, that's why they're at the best com- comics are making, you know, like they talk about their nervousness. They talk about their anxiety and they're very authentic about that. And like people can like relate and then they can make fun of themselves or others. And, and I think, I think that's the therapy of, of this too, of rap Mm -hmm. and these expressions is like, like when you listen to Eminem, you know, he's, he's talking about being beat up and pissed on, you know, Uh, it's like, these are not like romantic. I mean, some of them are like you're singing about the glitziness and stuff, but it feels like, you know, um, there's a lot of emotions coming for these guys. And I think, you know, it, it, it does, you know, express itself in a healthy way, perhaps even, you know, like just to give it just to, you know, like if you, if you, if we, we're always hiding our thoughts, you know, but our thoughts are our things, you know, it's like, I think that's the issue is like when you're the thing you're trying to hide is the thing that everybody's seeing, you know, they're going to see that weakness. Cause I, you know, I feel weak. But if you, if you just like express and say, okay, whatever, you know, I'm nervous. Do you blame me? Whatever, you know, and then you get that out of the way. Cause you're like talking to yourself probably too. Like, you're like, okay, I'm just going to put it all out there. I can't hide it anyways. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then get in the flow. Yeah. Get out, get out there. Just be real. You know, people like authenticity and realness. Like, yo, get to the point. Like, how are you? Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. I feel that <laughs> rather than uh, trying to, fake facade and pretend like i'm somebody else people sniff through that and eventually if they don't already then they eventually will so definitely let's just be ourselves be real you know that i'm in germany and you know uh all rap is very big here obviously u.s rap but they have their own german rap and funny enough for me learning the language i was just like on a side i was like listening to these german hip-hops because they, and they're actually quite good, you know, it's funny, and they have totally different stories. I mean, but the, the struggles, you know, obviously there are, you know, everybody has that aspect of their life where, you know, you can talk about that and like, you know, it's like where you, you, you didn't, you were not feeling so great in high school and, and like, I don't know too many people who had a great time in high school, I didn't, but it's like, that would be obviously for me, matter I could easily yeah. express like right. and uh and give some you know make fun of too a bit like for me it's like looking in retrospect you know right right it's like oh, okay that, you know that was me you know obviously not feeling my strength and and in the world reflecting that back to me and that very social you know high school is not about learning from books really you know if you're not down with the social aspect of it you know it's like it's not going to be fun you know because <laughs> it's yeah. like that's for me i think like that was like uh um and you hear this in a lot of rappers like when they talk about their you know like biggie smalls too like you, that guy had you know his eyes were a bit he didn't have his eyes they were crossed went outwards right like it was a little i don't know what that's called but that's why he always wore the shades you know right, right, right. Yeah. and he obviously had a lot of anxiety didn't he i mean he you know obviously for other things too but he's not what you would think of as the hero but when it comes to the rap game you know there's very few that have ever (laughs) been as good as him you know and and could could he have done that if he didn't have that 
that weakness, you know, or that, I don't know, that, 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 that connection to, um, you know, of overcoming too. Like, I think he, a lot of these guys, they dreamed about this lifestyle and, and talk, Snoop Doggy Dogg is a big example too. He talks about this where he was like, he literally was speaking his life into existence. He was taught rapping things and they became true. <laughs> you know, he was shocked by that. He was, he totally said like, you know, obviously I, I didn't expect it. You know, I was just talking about, you know, girls and cars and, and then all the cards just lined up and like, uh, he's living one of his songs, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. I mean, you can tap into other realities and make that your reality. That's why, you know, uh, words are powerful. We speak life into them. You know, that's where they say the song has the power of life and death. We mm. speak that out when we write it out, we're giving that, we're charging that with force, that energy. Right. Um, and so, I'm usually very careful with what I say and, and put out there and release, you know, um, I, I do my best to make sure it's coming from a place of love, whether I'm talking about the struggle or some bullshit or, you know, it's, it's okay to talk about negative things, you know, sometimes, but actually coming from a place of love and knowing that what you put out there can be multiplied and uh, amplified with that energy, especially with chance, you know, um, actually me and my buddy released a song called Breathe kind of counter countering the uh phrase i can't breathe bringing more like mm -hmm. it's acknowledging the struggle so we're not taking away from it so in the song this was written and released we did a whole music video with the, a group of uh of friends uh, dj taz rashid produced the track and our friend go to a video film the uh, music video and it was acknowledging the struggle and, you know, like the Black Lives Matter and, you know, people getting shot in the streets, people of color, and this is wrong, and you know, police brutality. Well, at the same time, saying that we can breathe even through this, like we breathe for those who can't breathe. And, you know, yeah, those people who aren't able to breathe when cops have their, you know, metaphorically speaking or physically speaking, like their necks on their knees on their necks, you know? Um, and lynching us in the streets or you know whatever social injustice all that that stuff has always been happening and still is happening however we're going to bring life to this knowing that we can stand up for ourselves we are empowered and, and we will stay empowered in the midst of all the bullshit we can breathe you know we can't it's not like i can't breathe and, and i'm gonna get oh i feel like you keep saying that long enough you're gonna believe that shit and, and, and eventually <laughs> your body will say all right i can't breathe um, so that's just an example. And I, and I get it. Some people will argue that, like, no, we got to keep saying that because that's what they're doing. And I get it, you know, acknowledging that. Uh, and then, you know, people can say, I'm reporting from the streets, you know, like we're getting shot up. It's, it's cool to talk about narrative, like you're the narrator for the streets and stuff. However, you know, if we're just constantly saying on the negative side and just having these courses where people are singing along to, you're giving that force. So I, I say be very careful of what you speak. And that's why they call it that the word spell is in spelling because they literally mm. cast spells. Whether that's a good spell or basket up spell, it's relative, you know, whether it works for you or against you. But there is a lot of power because I've written, so I've, you know, I've been writing since high school. I'm 38, been writing a long time. And it's really, really uh, interesting how many things I've manifested and seen come to pass even the decent like one example of i wrote about a man who was just like yeah anyway like i have many examples of things that literally came to shape and form and what i've seen mm. um, 
So this is very powerful that people who know and really study this and look at history and look at what ra other rappers, you know, and not to say they, certain rappers have called out their deaths, but this, there's been rappers where they say things and they end up dead or it happens just like they say, they say it. <laughs> so, yep. I mean, no one can argue with that. It's, it's out there, you know, just study the rappers and look at your life. What have you written and, and mm. seen come to pass? I've seen a lot. So mm. that's just proof in the pudding right there. No, no I, absolutely. I think there's definitely power to the word and, uh, you know, and maybe be slightly cautious, I guess, of what you're expressing, you know, and obviously if you're, if it's, if it's hateful or, you know, then expect a little bit to come back to you. If you just expect that, because what else, what else do you, <laughs> we're creators, you know, and we create a reality with our thoughts. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I think, yeah, there's, you know, uh, yeah. And, uh, giving a voice to these, these issues, as you talked about, I think that's, that's also important, you know, obviously shedding light on it and also, uplifting it a bit too i think that's that's kind of a very good message um and perhaps a very good message to end the podcast on because <laughs> i know that we had a slight delay and i and uh, i don't want to take too much of your time um uh, uh, but kiyoshi i'm very very appreciative of um you taking the time and can you maybe tell people how to reach you and about your services yes you can reach me at kiyoshimusic.com uh or Kiyoshi Music. That's the universal tagline. You can find me. You can Google that hashtag that KiyoshiMusic.com or at Kiyoshi Music on Instagram. So that's K-I-Y-O-S-H-I Music. M-U-S-I-C. And yeah, I do. I'm a transformational rap coach, so I help people tap into more uh, their self-expression using rap and fluentry as a tool or as tools for personal self-development and ways to really heal and inspire themselves and others it's, it's wonderful work i love doing so yeah um I, i'm actually teaching a course right now called expand your expression which helps people learn more freestyling skills uh live performance techniques um songwriting uh tips and yeah just overall ways to embody their true performer selves from the page to the stage nice i'll put all the links below in the description and uh Maybe a couple of links to some of your your videos on YouTube, uh, or I think uh, it'd be cool to cool. see the performership. And uh, yeah, I wish you a wonderful day at uh, in Michigan. Go, get on your surfboard out there and surf the lake. <laughs> <laughs> I wish a little little drive away and it's a little cold, but yeah, maybe next summer. <laughs> cool, hey, you know, actually, the the waves out in a. The ocean, you know, not ocean, the lake. See, when I went out there to Lake Michigan, which is like uh, two, two and a half-ish hours west of where I'm at, because I'm more on the, like, southeastern Michigan. But anyway, a little west, you go on Lake Michigan. It looks very much like the ocean in Cali, which is surprising. You know, some very really? big lakes. Wow. Yeah, it's beautiful. With palm trees? Uh, not palm trees, but <laughs> I wish. That'll be that. Yeah, that would take it next level for sure yeah uh, anyway justin man it's great great uh, honor and pleasure thanks for having me brother and uh, yeah. i left uh, my my main coaching uh, website link there in the chat box it's also my my facebook and uh, website but 
cool, brother. Thanks again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, much love, y'all. Keep expressing yourselves and, and check out more of Justin Land's work. He's doing awesome work out there in the world and support my man. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Must do. Cool,